Hello, and welcome to the Gaming Fix Podcast, episode 264 on April 1st, 2023. I'm your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite ramen. I am joined today by Allison. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, I kind of just like, a, like the standard ramen. Um, like like a, a chashu, like, a, a pork. Like a chashu, uh, either a miso broth or a chonkotsu broth. Uh, you know, just like a standard ramen. I think that's like kind of the perfect meal where it's, it, you know, you have the, the broth, you have the, the noodles, the tasty chashu. Um, I, I like uh, like a fish cake on there, like a menma on there. I'm a fan of a fan of a ramen egg. Uh, I love a ramen egg. That's uh, one of the best parts. Sometimes I'll order an extra ramen egg because if if I go to a place and I know that they make really good ramen eggs, uh, where it's it's very flavorful. It's I, it's like one of my favorite meals, honestly. And so us talking about it is making me go like I need to go get ramen soon. And brave the six inches of snow. Yes, brave the snow that just. Fell in Minnesota inexplicably uh, coming into April, but... Uh, ah, I, gotcha, April Fools! Uh, April Fools! <laughs> Minnesota is like a fucking wasteland of snow. Uh, but uh, I, I love a good ramen, and I, uh, I've i gone to most of the places around Minneapolis trying to search out the best ramen um, in the area. So uh, it's, a, it's a great, great meal. It is. Also joining us today, Pat. I'm mad because last night, the ramen place that I went to, the menu that I got said that the eggs were out of stock because there's been like egg supply issues yeah, around sure. the U.S. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, whatever, that's fine. I, I, I don't need the egg. I'm sure the ramen's good enough without it. But they had them. It's just that my menu, they hadn't taken the sticker off that wow. said out of stock on it. And I ordered first. So then everybody else ordered and I didn't, f- and, and I like the, with the way I could see how his, he was, he had like a tablet for taking the orders mm-hmm. and it looked like it would have been kind of a pain for him to go back and edit my order. Cause they were really busy and he was like very nice and trying to like do everything fast and stuff. And so I was just like, forget it. I won't. Mm-hmm. I, it's okay. Wow. I like this time. Wow. I would uh, probably be like, sorry to be an asshole, but also, uh, I need that egg. Yeah, next time. Next time I will egg. Mm-hmm. That's, there's always another time for eggs. They're the most... Is there a more prevalent food, besides corn, is there a more prevalent food in American cuisine than the egg? Mm, beef. But like, like beef is a very popular American food. But like egg is in like you get egg in like everything. Put it on. Yeah, I mean, put it on a burger. You put it on. Put it on beef. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, but people eat so much fucking beef here. Like you can't. It's it's really difficult to like. Yeah. To comprehend the beef consumption in the United States, it's it's. Yeah. It's fucking wild. <laughs> um, true. But egg and egg and corn are close, I think. And chicken also is probably higher than mm-hmm. egg. Um, yeah. But uh, are they 
are they the same? Yeah, fair. Yeah, I know. Yeah, does, that's, that, does, there's a argue, does, there's certainly does an argument there. Egg count as a chicken. And that, I would that, that's say boosting chicken numbers, if that's the case. <laughs> I like cheese more than eggs, but no, I'm not saying like which is. And... I'm just saying like no, I know, which is making as an addendum into yeah, cheese. Cheese is good. You get the right cheese, cheese. might be uh, up there. Yeah, but egg, but egg is. I love, I love eggs for sure. I do. I too. have eggs in my fridge, and they're probably too old now. You know what is? And I not very many. There are only a few of them left in the carton. Underrated uh, is an egg drop soup. Oh, I love egg yeah, drop soup. Good oh stuff. My God. Good uh, stuff. I, I haven't had it in forever, but we, generally yeah. underrated poached eggs. The oh, kids today don't I, don't understand the value of a poached egg. I it's will true. Fuck up an I egg know. Benedict. Yeah. Oh but God, I love a good eggs Benedict oh, too. Man. But I'm the sort of I would smoke salmon on there. Ooh, baby. I, you basically just have to cook the egg enough that it won't make me throw up, and then I will. I'm all over that shit. I don't care. You can make me the runniest eggs in the universe, and I will eat them. Come to Japan. Um, I, once I was in uh, uh, New York and my friend and I went out for brunch and we got this dish that had uh, that was like either poached eggs or like over easy um, over medium eggs mm-hmm. over these uh, like perfectly roasted Brussels sprouts. And I still think about that all the time because it was like mm-hmm. the most delicious like breakfast ever. Yeah, that's Brussels sprouts, like cheese, I feel like, got a, a bad rap. Brussels like, sprouts are good. You get a, like a, a, a roasted, it's like perfectly fine. Yeah, I don't like, like growing up. It's like cartoons are like, ooh, Brussels sprouts, gross. But no, man. It's like good. it'd be gross if you like you know boiled them and stuff. But if you but like roast them nicely, people crispy, in like the nineteen yeah. fifties and sixties didn't know how to cook. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's put them in a in a gel- gelatin, and uh, it's disgusting. But mm-hmm. yes, a Jello salad. Uh, exactly. Like have let's let's put it all just in a gelatin, and you're like, mm-hmm. no, that's let's let's not. But but no, I, I Brussels sprouts are one of my favorite foods because it's like, especially if you get them like really crispy and roasted, it's really good. And then put little eggs and cheese on top of it, and that's the best brunch that I still think about like seven years later. Well, uh, we are now going to stop talking about the <laughs> the, the nightmare uh, nightmare Jello dishes and talk about nightmare fishing in mm-hmm. uh, yeah the depths of I don't know some some sea with dredge it's got a or dredge it's in, got a New England yeah it's got yeah. like a New England vibe as you would expect from subject matter yes. which is yeah. part yes. of the like i part of a really a place called ingfell isn't that a isn't that a thing in yeah i mean Lovecraft you could War? argue that it also it also has kind of a like british islesy vibe too since you can't yeah. hear the people talking it could be, mm. could be. yeah you, you can't hear their accents so There's but no it actually Boston works in its favor Hobba. Yeah, but it, it works in its favor because you can kind of adapt it to yes. I mean it could be the Puget Sound too. Yes. You can adapt yeah. it to whatever yeah. it's... body of water is near you that you yes. think of as cool Absolutely. and creepy. I have um, which is great. I have sailed around places like this. Uh but with, For sure. With yeah. Less I've sailed around places creatures. like this yeah. on both coasts mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. in the middle in, in the mm-hmm. Great Lakes. So Yeah. Uh but Dredge uh, came out. Uh, just the yeah. other day and this was we actually talked about this I, I talked about it with Allison on an episode you weren't here when the Steam mm-hmm. Next Fest was going on mm-hmm. 
Um, ah, yeah, I didn't play the demo because I was so sold on the aesthetics mm-hmm. of it that I was just like, I'm not even going to touch this demo because I want to wait for it to come that's out. That's totally fine because it's, so it's just the beginning of the game. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like maybe 20, 30 minutes or so. I but. I didn't get a chance to play until pretty late last night, mm-hmm. so I only played like an hour or so mm-hmm. of it, um, but definitely enough to get a feel for like the loop and yeah, kind of what's going on. Um it sounds like narratively it def it kind of it's pretty kind of keeps you on your toes i guess um mm. i don't know how true that is but a lot of the steam reviews talk about how the story is actually like more than just a predictable lovecraft twist mm-hmm. so okay that's good we'll see where it goes yeah um there was one person i saw that said that it's that the, i saw like the one negative review on steam that was like uh it's really boring and rote and it never changes or whatever but I don't know. There's enough positive positivity around it that that person, I think, might just be, uh, you know, be for them. And there's no accounting for taste and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty reasonable review, but it yeah, was, yeah, it was, yeah, you know, it's, it's not every game is even the best games. People hype things yeah, up. For sure, people hype things up in their mind, and then they yeah. get it. And they're like, "Oh, this isn't I, the thing I dreamed of." I was surprised that it is more of a management game than an arcade game i was expecting oh, it to be okay. a little more ridiculous fishing and a little less like uh, deadliest catch the video game when <laughs> um yeah sure it's, and actually really what it oh, reminds me of is catch. yeah it really what it reminds me of is fallen london mm-hmm. from a gameplay perspective just with vastly different visuals and no and like the fishing kind of replaces the combat in fallen london yeah um which uh which which works i think um because it's uh, kind of planning what you're gonna do and stuff is fun, and the time mechanic is fun. And yeah. Stuff, so, so what you're basically what you're doing in the game is you are heading out from some fishing village, and you are fishing around. You're going to little disturbed spots in the water, and you can see the shadows of the fish. And you cast your line. You do a little mini game to reel in the fish. And then you do Resident Evil 4 inventory management. Oh, it's so Hell good. yeah. Oh when I God. saw that, I got really excited. I knew you guys hole. were going to I knew you guys were going to convince me to get this video game and then I Yeah. Just, that made me go, "Oh, God, the fish the fish are all, all shaped. Sizes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the fish God. are all shaped different ways and yeah. so you have to squeeze them together in your hold and it leads to to interesting planning decisions cuz you once you know what the shape of a fish is and you kind of have it in your head, you can go like and there's an encyclopedia. You can look them up, too. Yeah. Um, you can kind of go like, well, my hold right now, I can fit four of these and two of these and one of these. So that's what I'm going to go around and, and fish yeah. up, um, which is cool. Yeah. And then you bring them back to town and then you celebrate the creepy fishmonger uh, who is mm-hmm. like, he's doing some weird stuff. And then you talk to the the ship lady and she fixes up your ship or you can buy stuff from her fishing rods lights motors what have you you upgrade your ship and then you go out and do some more then you start uh pick uh dredging up materials scraps of wood Mm -hmm. metal cloth that kind of stuff that you use to upgrade your ship and then some dude is like hey i want you to go find these like sunken artifacts or like treasures that are around around these islands and he won't tell you why he's just like yeah go pick these up and he's kind of spooky about it uh 
Yeah, so that's I've collected one of them, one of the artifacts that like the first one. Do uh, you know if the artifacts are There's a guy in Little Marrow, which is the mm-hmm. town like kind of the second town you yeah, get to. Yeah, just, just across the He way, gives yeah. you a quest to go dredge up his son's belt buckle, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's also an artifact and if you're like making a choice no, between No, 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 unrelated. Giving it to Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, um there's also fun stuff to find around like mm-hmm. There's like altars and weird like objects and things to go and find yep. that you, they don't always do anything for you early on, and you kind of yep. have to wait. And it's yep. and that stuff I think is very fun too. And then also the I, playing it, I was like, man, this game's vibes are really good. I don't know if I think it's that spooky, but it's really cool. And then. The first time you catch like a fucked up mm-hmm. fish, yeah. <laughs> the music the music is like this pleasant like, and then it goes like, Dare, and then you and, and it shows you the fish that you picked, fished up, it's and they're like, weird looking. This cod and I was has, like, oh god, I got the first one I got in not in the demo when when I was actually playing it was called the all seeing cod, and it just yes, had these giant I got that one too. eyes. It was, and it's, it's like spooky. this weird it, like L shaped fish, and it's. Big yeah. eyes. It's very. It's creepy. it's cre- it actually is pretty creepy when you start fishing up those aberrant fish because, uh, it's like ooh, this is yeah. something is definitely wrong here. And uh, then the fishmonger is like, a, "Give me that. I I need it." Yep. Um. The uh. And that's where you get the the first artifact yeah. that that leads you to the to the yes. guy. The writing is really good too. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That is one of the. It's it's not. It is not a visual novel with a fishing game attached. No, yeah. I think it is more game game, and then the the text yeah. is there is a just, little more limited. There right? is just enough text to like have a narrative yeah. there, and like, oh, here's what's kind of going on in this area, and a basic like, yeah, oh, there was like a bustling whaling town here, and now it's not a whaling town anymore. Um, and so that's kind of yeah. the second area you get off to is yeah. that's kind of going on and i'm i'm a little stuck at the moment because like i know where i need to go but there's an issue in my way i won't yeah i don't want to say too much but yeah yeah there is something that is preventing me from getting the thing i need to get and i'm not sure how to deal with it the premise is i mean you're like physically puttering your boat around yes. using like WAS and D on keyboard and, yep. and it works great on a control. Like this game I'm playing is on steam deck. It's amazing. Yeah. This game is like made for the steam deck yep. for sure. Um, or switch. I don't know if it's on switch, but it would I be, I don't think so. Probably. Com- I think it's absolutely on perfect for the switch. Um, I'm going to play most of it on steam deck. I think, uh, no, it is on switch, but it's on everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, I'm sure it's perfect there. Uh, the, cause it's not, it's low enough. Fidelity oh, yeah. graphics wise that I'm sure it runs fine on the switch. Um, the, uh, the, the, so the idea is you go out and fish and there's a, there's a clock and I've yep. found, I've come to realize that if you distill down for me games that have a time mechanic, mm-hmm. just that's like automatically a point in their favor. And the time only moves when your, your boat is moving or when you're doing an activity like fishing. Yep. Or um, like sometimes conversations or uh, equipping upgrades to your ship and stuff take time. Yeah, and well, sleeping so it's and stuff. Super hot too. 
Yes, it is. Uh, Dredge yeah, sure. is super hot too. Yes, that's, that's um, 100% The thing correct. is, you have to manage your time because if you're out in the water at night, then it gets all fucked up in the fog mm-hmm. and you get like, you go insane slowly. Yep. Um, and lights on your boat will help. But the, and the other thing lights on your boat help with is in the fog, you can't see rocks Anything. and stuff. Yeah. Like very far ahead of you at all. So I almost hit a rock last night because like, I was going puttering back to town after it got dark mm-hmm. and it like popped up right in front of me and I was like, uh, and I <laughs> dodged it. But, um, well, so, you... so at night there are ghost rocks that will appear in front of you. Oh, <laughs> there, there is go. like a ghosty field around that Island. That's uh, yeah. That, okay. So if you like go out like around the backside of that town, there is ghost rocks that just appear yeah. and disappear before so... your very eyes. <laughs> There's so far, and I don't even want to know if this changes because it'll be interesting to see when it it does. But so far, it's basically just like the rocks are the big hazard you have to deal with. I'm sure that there's more hazards than that in the future. Um, I look forward to finding them. But yeah, it's it's like the 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 real meat of the gameplay is kind of deciding how much you're going to push being out at night right now uh, early on anyway. And so um, it leads to fun, like decision making. And there's stuff like you have, there's like books and you can equip a book. And then over time, you'll read it while you're sailing around. Yep. And then that gives you like increased 10% increased reel in speed or whatever. Uh, yep. And um, the way that the fishing works is not, it's like um, you're always reeling in and the fish is getting closer. And then if you hit the A button at like active reload, kind of like, little points of green play the rhythm in whatever the interface is yeah it's like rhythm based then you'll you'll reel it in faster but if you fuck it up then it'll get away from you so i've not had any away i've only not not get away but i mean like reduce you 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 lose progress it'll just take more time to finish yeah Uh, so it's not like that time is it's yeah it's pretty it's nice because it doesn't they didn't try to make some frustrating like mash the button and get it in the yeah. right band like it doesn't have that kind of fishing it's it's just like it's it's a lot more chilled out um and there's different some of them have different patterns like if you fish squid it's like a the it bounces back and forth yeah. between one part of a, a meter and then when you hit it it goes to a different meter yeah. so it's not all the exactly the same and then dredging is actually kind of I've had times when I've dredged stuff and I've been like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Come on. Uh, Cause that one is more like you're it's bouncing a between wheel. different paths yeah. and you have to stay. Exactly. On the path. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, and, and it's fun too. So there's just enough gameplay with those mechanics to yep. be entertaining without it being like monotonous yeah. or, or too much per, per fishing encounter. And it seems like there are a lot more of those. I've, having gone to like the second ish island uh second ish area there are lots of, there are different ways and different adaptations of those initial things good. that's so, good to hear yeah, they they keep that stuff fresh that's cool um but so far there's not any it's just like no combat in it that i've seen no i'm sure later on there is some stuff that blurs the line between fishing and combat but um that would yeah, be my guess I, anyway. I am but, uh, trying to get some explosives at the moment uh, yeah sure they, but was, there's no you're not putting guns on your ship or anything 
I don't know. So far. Well, you're not <laughs> putting have, guns not, on your yeah, boat. I not put a musket yeah. or anything on. I might put a harpoon. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Who knows? But it doesn't seem like the direction they're going to go is, and now it's a game about shooting stuff from your it ship. Is, it is um, not Resident Evil 7. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't seem like that. Uh, and, and you know, maybe it'll shift that way a little bit later on. But um, it, it's I'm pretty... I'm pretty excited to keep playing. It sounds like it's about 12 hours Okay, to get through the whole thing. Um, it is, yeah, just a very chill game. I was just laying on the couch and mm-hmm. listening to some music and going around and dredging up junk. And I'm at like a a little bit of a, like I said before, like a little bit of a standstill because I, my storage is almost full. And I guess I just need to like do a bunch more fishing and get a bunch of fish so I can buy these upgrades for my ship. Um, then maybe I can get past this thing I need to do, but the fish aren't giving me as much money as I want. So I'm not really sure what the best way forward is at this moment. I'll make it past, mm-hmm. but I wish there was a little more like, Oh, here is like, if you want to make money, here's the ideal way to like make some money, but it might just be get some fish and sell them. Yeah. Which is like fine, but not, not what I'm looking for, you know? Yeah. I I find it very satisfying to roll in with a huge hold full of, of fish and just sell them all. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's definitely it seems like it's a great Steam Deck game. So absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that's the new thing I played this week. Uh, Allison, what have you played this week? Um, I've played something new, which is uh, the game Have a Nice Death, um, which <laughs> is the new roguelike roguelite uh, game that just uh, released. I think it was last weekend, last Friday. Um, I've been playing a little bit of that and it's been, it's been a good time. Uh, I think that it's not quite necessarily hitting the heights of something like a Hades or a Dead Cells or something, but if you've already played a bunch of that, like me, uh, and you're looking for something else that kind of, uh, hits that kind of action roguelike, uh, type thing, then it's, it's, it's a good option. Uh, so basically it's, uh... Uh, a game that's uh, set in kind of an office type uh, satire, which I think is a little bit overplayed in a lot of games, but I think, you know, fits because everybody deals with that sort of like, you know, kind of office culture type thing. Um, And you play as death itself as uh, you're going through the different levels of this office and uh you know again making different different decisions to what uh weapons you have or what sorts of abilities you have and uh it's it's one of those games like uh like a Hades or a Dead Cells where it's it's pretty pretty dang difficult so uh it's it takes several runs to you know beat the first boss or to get to the next area so uh, i'm still pretty early on with it uh i've beaten the first boss uh somehow it the first couple times was really hard and i i somehow did that um and have hit the second biome but still haven't gotten 
terribly far. Uh, it the animation is really beautiful, um, and the uh, aesthetics are really cool. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily love uh, all of the kind of gameplay and builds as much as something like a Dead Cells. Uh, I feel like it's not quite as um, uh, exciting, I guess, because like with Dead Cells, it, each different weapon or each different types, you can like really change up how you play. And I haven't felt that kind of same difference as in something like Hades or Dead Cells, but it's, 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 it's still a very fun game and definitely something if you're also into that same kind of games as I like that <laughs> you might do that like that. Sure. It has a really cool look. The um, yeah. kind of muted tones of the background with the almost neon fluorescent. Yeah. Like yeah. Abs- not even that almost just they are neon and fluorescent colors coming out lighting up things or your attacks are very uh bright and popping against the background it's cool yeah it's a very cool look um and uh some of the just basic transitions between screens it's is animated beautifully and there's a uh the characters are animated really nicely as well. So it's uh the the animation and aesthetic is really is really neat and something that if you're if you're looking for that, it's it's great. Cool. But, yeah, nice no, stuff. it's yeah, it's not necessarily going to, you know, I think if if you've played a lot of roguelikes in the past couple of years, it's not gonna like necessarily blow your mind, but it's still I I th- um I think I'm I'm really enjoying it and going to keep playing it more. Although I still need to go back and play the dead cells, Castlevania. uh, Yeah. Same uh, DLC, (laughs) but uh, which I, which I think again, think I I like better, but it's uh, you know, I I think that it's, it's, it does some really kind of fun stuff. You can't find your new favorite. If you only play the old favorites, exactly. You got to experiment, got to branch out. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, but it, no, it's it's still good though, and uh, it, it again the, the animation is great. So, um, nice game to play while waiting for Hades two. <laughs> <laughs> still can't believe they're making Hades two. It's so wild. I know. I am. I'll take it. I don't know, but <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh... it's, it's uh yeah. All right. Well, also, speaking of nice death. Nice death, <laughs> yeah. I realized this as, as I was putting down um, what I played this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a nice death. Uh, and I also had a uh, last one hurrah. For, <laughs> poured one out for the 3DS eShop, which finally uh, drew its last breath this past week. Uh, and I so I put a little bit of extra money into my uh switch wallet and i picked up a couple things um made sure that i was up to date on on certain things which is which i'm glad i did because i thought that i had already bought um fireman plate fates uh revelation and i had not and i was like i could be i need that because it's uh that's the path that's dlc exclusive so 
without the eShop, it's right. not going to be there anymore. Um, I, there's a, some DLC for the 3DS uh, um, Ace Attorney games. So I'm like, let's make sure that I have that. Uh, how much How much <laughs> did you spend? Like, uh, like 160. Ow. I can't judge. I can't. I... Listen, I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I, no, I can't. I'm not judging. I'm I just surprised. Judge. I like, can't wow. judge it at all. I could have spent more. Oh, and I of did course. Not. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, there were. I was watching, or there was some guy. I think he spent like two thousand, three thousand dollars to like oh, yeah. buy uh, everything off the Gerard, eShop. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Gerard is the completionist. He bought everything off of the eShop for the 3DS and then also the Wii U. Um, but yeah, I, I also got. Uh, the Professor Layton game that is on 3DS that I didn't have. Um, uh, Harmonite, which is the rhythm platformer that is also uh, uh, from Game Freak. Um, and uh, I, I was was looking. <laughs> I was looking at what games could I not spend money on uh or not by now but have physical copies so that if i need to buy mm-hmm. a used one year in a while i could do that um and apparently the uh kirby's extra epic yarn is extremely expensive it's in the secondhand market nintendo like late... makes like 10 copies of physical games for i think it was also that it was like super late in the it was like it was like the last nintendo game released on 3ds so it's very so they made um, seven instead it. of ten. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I was like, oh, okay, I should buy that too. Um, but yeah, I had a a last hurrah on the eShop. Uh, there were some pretty good sales if you were looking at it, um, especially like if you could, wanted to buy Ace Attorney games. Um, some of the uh, Monster Hunter games were like three bucks. Uh, so, you know... Pretty good deals, but it's I I just wanted to double check that I had all the, um, everything I needed for Ace Attorney for Professor Layton games, uh, that I had everything Shin Megami Tensei or Persona related uh, from the eShop. Um, yeah, so that's uh, I had I had a big last hurrah at the 3DS eShop, but man, the 3DS is a good system, so it's mm-hmm. uh. I I'm sad to see it go, but you know it's it's. I I think when everyone knew when they uh, announced the switch that they kept saying like oh the this the 3ds will be alongside the switch. Everyone knew that wasn't going to be the case. So <laughs> no, everyone knew that 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 was like the um. The death of the switch and you know 3ds eShop stayed up for Me- six years past the switch oh yeah, release, yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. uh yeah the the their infrastructure was just not good and if, no 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 and so you would you have to assume that it's just going to be a continuous thing for a you don't have to because it's Nintendo, but you would like to assume that it'll just be a contiguous store experience from one. They are they set it up with the the account uh, linking because yeah, like the 3ds I, and the Wii U were separate accounts, which is just like, yeah, 
I think that they're I think that it could be better for the Switch, but 3DS there's just a lot of like weird things. Still have to deal with like um storage being these blocks that you you're like I don't know what that is. Like just tell me what storage I need rather than saying this game is 200 blocks and you're like what does that mean? Um, this game is 2,000 blocks. And you're like, that's more, so I guess it's bigger. But, like, okay. I don't know. It's, uh, it, it's, it, it's weird. And I hope, I, I sure hope that they built the Switch eShop uh, to be, or Switch store to be more, um, to carry over to whatever next system they have or the Switch do. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the death of the 3DS eShop. We hardly yep. knew ye. Yeah. Or one out for the homie. The home, <laughs> the home Whatever. eShop. Dolphin will be on Steam soon. And, yep. I know. Uh, that, not that, that that's 3DS, but, no, that's, but like... So I, I saw that and I'm like, ooh. There are ways ooh. to get those games on your DS. No, there totally are. I... There totally mm-hmm. are. I just kind of ex- enjoyed it as an as a yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely. You know, no, kind it of. Is, uh, it is a shame that they are doing this because, like you know, th- these because things people be were able to sh- people were able to shame Sony into not getting rid of the Vita uh, store. Yeah, uh, so yeah. I don't know. Only a matter of time. Nintendo uh, has no shame. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I guarantee you that the numbers were are such that yeah. people. Bought enough Vita shit, I guess, when that announcement happened, that they were like, eh, yeah, whatever, and that there was enough. I feel like I have something. seen, yeah, there. I have seen enough people going out of their way to buy stuff on the eShop. I thought they had shut this eShop down like months ago or like last year. And they, so like, they basically there's been. I, think I guess they extended they, it a little bit, maybe, and then um, and then they st- like you can't add money anymore or something for a while or you something. You can add money to. Um, directly on the yeah. 3ds anymore but if you add it on your switch you can mm-hmm. it, it comes from the same pool mm-hmm. um, yeah because so, they finally linked those accounts yeah okay yeah so it, it so that's what i was doing is that i was going on on my on my 3d on my switch going let's put a hundred dollars well, that'll that, be enough and then it wasn't enough. now and you can't get like, pokemon oh. bank anymore and like yeah and it's free, but you can't you can get still, it. Like it's yeah, you can still download everything that you've previously mm-hmm. had. So there's they still have that open, but but yeah, if you uh, didn't have it, then you're yeah. If, if you don't so have it. Th- like if you if you are like you know what I want to get into Pokemon, I'm gonna play through all the games or whatever, and I want to take my Pokemon from the 3ds onto the Switch, or but you can't do that now if you're like a newcomer. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 silly. I don't I'm, bunch of I don't garbage. Know. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, Pat, you are becoming an incredibly middle-aged man. Um more so. Oh yeah, uh, more so well, by the this, day, it seems. This isn't a new thing. I always no, play I no. put some but, Major League Baseball, the show, I always play it every year. Yes, um, yes, but, I but they're just every every day, it seems like there's another thing you say to me where I'm like, oh, you yeah, are becoming no. the most da- non-dad dad that I oh, have, that's good. That that's, I've met. See, no offense, no offense. To, I, I, I understand that 
a lot of dads take get very offended when I say this kind of stuff, but I respect respect dads out there. Getting all the dad like hobbies and shit without having to actually take care of a kid kind of rips. Uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest, um, uh, uh, sometimes my dog acts like a child. So um, dog parent, you know, that's but uh, babies, that's what they say. Ugh, I don't. I will also say I am not into the whole like Father's Day should be inclusive to pet parents or oh, whatever. God, no, I don't, what? I have yeah, not heard no. this. I also oh, hate the fine. term I fur babies. I think yeah, it's I weird. don't like fur babies. It is weird. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Wait, uh, I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, boy. I did a couple of, yeah, a couple of like, oh, it's a thing I know because of marketing. Because mm-hmm. I work in marketing. Yeah, sure. The Father's Day deals... <laughs> In like 2020, that started with the like, well, we should include pet pet parents oh, too. Oh God! Oh my God! Yeah. No. Yeah, it's uh-huh. like, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I did played a couple of middle aged people things this week, but one of the things, the first one I can talk about is uh, I played a, a good chunk of MLB the Show yesterday. It's great because it's on Game Pass now, so I don't have to do the like. Hemming and hawing the, at what? The, am, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That much? What if I just play uh, the last year's the show? Right. Yeah, no, it's just I can just play it on Game Pass and not feel bad about it. Um, and this year, it is. I don't remember if it was like this last year. It is fully cross-play. Not it was cross-play last year, but it's also cross-progression. So if I get to a point where I'm like, you know, I'm playing a lot of this, I should just buy it on PS5 because that's the better platform for it. I don't know that it even is, but like, yeah. that's, you know, I want to play this on PS5 or even on Switch because they make it on for Switch now, sure. which my friend said he played a bunch of the last year's game on Switch and that it was fine. Um, you can just take your progression back and forth now, which is mm-hmm. wild. The only thing, as you would expect, that doesn't transfer is the currency it has like a sure. FIFA Ultimate Team mode, and the currency you buy for it, the purchased currency doesn't transfer between mm-hmm. platforms. Yeah. If you earn any currency, you earn by playing does transfer, but the the bought currency doesn't. Um, but otherwise, everything else transfers, which is pretty cool. Uh, and man, this year's game is really good. It's last year was fine. I don't think it was. There's nothing about it that would make me say it's like not worth playing if you play it every year but definitely not a it was a hard sell for anybody who doesn't like play it every year mm-hmm. uh if you had one from recent years but this year's game though basically the only thing they didn't make significant improvements to is road to the show which is their like rpg mode which i know a lot of people are upset about and i have primarily been a road to the show person in the past that's what i play so it's a bit of a bummer that there's no it's basically the same as it was from last year's game, which is basically the same as it was from the year before that. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, they like made changes to um the way that Diamond Dynasty, their FIFA Ultimate Team, works in terms of I think like the single player content. I'd never played that mode before, but I've seen that there are changes to it. It seems very cool. Um obviously it's a little shameless because it's also the way they sell you packs of player cards uh and you can spend hundreds of dollars on it if you want to um the best value for the currency is a 100 hundred dollar pack of currency of course um so you know take 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 that as you will but um it's i think it's a cool mode i'm actually going to play some of it this year because they did a good job visually with it too and like the style of the cards and stuff 
Um, and then uh, they, again, I don't, I can't say exactly how they feel, but they made improvements to franchise mode, which is cool. This year they have the thing that my friends and I have been really wanting, which is an online league mode where you can take teams and then do like trades and stuff like that and have a season among your friends and then have a playoff and a, and a champion and stuff, which is awesome. Um, we've been looking for something like that from a sports game forever. And it's surprising how prevalent those online modes were in like the 360 era. Like the NCAA games had really good online dynasty modes. And I want to say Madden had good online leagues. And today, like none, it's because these like ultimate team modes have fully, replaced online leagues as like the way they want you to play the game online. So like FIFA doesn't have an online league mode, which is insane because FIFA is a great game and like you should, it should have that, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. Um, so it's great that the show kind of re added that or added it for the first time if they haven't had it before. Um, but the, the, the thing that really put me over on like, this is like, if you have any interest in baseball, this is like a must pick up is they added, they started adding a thing called, I want to say they're called storylines. And this year they focused on the Negro leagues, which is um, really like the most important piece of baseball history bar none. Um, And the package that they've put together is incredible. You get a, um, you get a, an overview of sort of it opens up with like this overview of sort of like the history of the Negro leagues and like how they related to major league baseball, their importance in the civil rights movement. Um, and then you play through eight episode uh, sort of sets for different players like Jackie Robinson, like Satchel page. And they, you get a beautiful, like really, really high quality TV quality, documentary piece about different aspects of those players careers and then you play a scenario that they have they have recreated ballparks from the period they have um you know all period appropriate uniforms the crowd is all period appropriate they changed the sort of um the 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 ui to look like it fits in the period and um it's so cool like the way that they slowly introduce things to like the first set of episodes is about satchel page who's a pitcher um and so you they kind of open up with like talking about who he was and then you you do a scenario where you have to uh strike out four batters in a row um and or get four outs in a row and uh you know it's kind of like normal pitch names and stuff but then the next episode is they tell you about how he had all these like wild names for his pitches, like the dipsy do and the B ball and stuff instead of just calling them fastballs and curveballs. And so then you play a two inning set of him where you're trying to prevent and prevent runs for two innings. And at this time now the pitches all have the names that they had that he used instead of the, the previous scenario where they kind of introduce you to his um, pitch arsenal with the standard names that you're used to, but then they replace those names with these, his unique names. And it just is so respectful of the players and of the period. You can tell that the people making it had a genuine desire to tell the story. Um, and it's, it's so um, that piece of the history of baseball is something that has not been 
appropriately celebrated until the last few years. Like we, they finally, there's like finally this push to go like, you know, the, the baseball was, the Negro leagues were better baseball than major league baseball (laughs) when, 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 when it, when it was, when it exists, when they existed and they, the players there are, you know, many of them are greats, uh, of the game and the fact that they're finally getting recognition is so important. And to do it, I think to, 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 to kind of introduce this sort of new storylines mode um, with that is really cool. And there's also an implication they're calling what's in their season one, that there's more to come. I don't know if they mean next year or if they mean later this year. And I think it's a really great platform. I think this is the most important story to tell first, but like next year I would love to see, um, uh, mode that that see the storylines focus on women's leagues during World War II, for example. I think you could do a really really great um, similar package for something like that. And then you know, if you want to move away from some of the, or not move away from, but there's also lots to talk about with like the foundations of the league and the forming the development of baseball as a sport. You could do a storyline about that. You could do a storyline about the expansion area. You could do a storyline about specific people. So you could do storylines about, you know, Ken Griffey Jr.'s career. Um, you could do story, you could do a storyline about um, like baseball in, in Japan. You could, I mean, there's so many different places they could take this mode and it would be, it's just awesome. And it makes the idea of, of, getting it, whether you get a three-game pass or buy it each year, much more exciting because the idea that there could be a new set of storylines is really cool. And there, it's it's not substantial enough that if that's all you're going to do, you should spend $70 on it for sure. Um, I think you could probably clear this season's, it's probably take you like four or five hours maybe, kind of like the amount of time that it would take you to watch a miniseries, documentary miniseries, to, to clear these, these um, storyline mode. But what is cool is that you get Diamond Dynasty players, like cards of these players for completing their segments and then for completing the mode overall. So um, there's incentive to get people to actually play it, even if they're like, for some reason, don't think it would be cool. And then also uh, it's fun that the progress you make through it kind of ties into other modes. Um, so yeah, it, I think it's it's awesome. Uh, and there's there's a lot of good historical ballparks. Uh, my friend and I played. We were just playing like Otzi because he came to town for actual base, real life baseball opening day. And we hung out yesterday to get dinner with some friends in the evening and, and just basically sat around and played games of the show all day long. And it was a lot of fun. Um, we did it. There's like, I I don't remember if they did this in the past. I'm sure they've done something similar, but... There's they have like legends teams that's like the expansion era boomers is what they're called and they're like all the like the the eighties and nineties superstars like Ken Griffey and mm-hmm. uh and then they've got like the Brown Breakers, which has uh some of the Negro League players on it. It has like that's the team that has um Babe Ruth on it and um Lou Gehrig and like lots of of great Cy Young and then there's a third team called the beasts and i would assume that's sort of the like in between players and so it's very fun to like play a, and they're all rated like 99 overall um it's very fun to play a, a, a game and have cy young pitching to ken griffey jr um it's it's 
it's a good time. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with it. I'm looking forward to playing, playing more of it. We were sitting there doing the calculus of like, what if, yes, it's on game pass, but what if we also bought the one that comes with a bunch of stuff? <laughs> Cause it's, it seems really good, but I'm not doing that for now. I'm just going to mm-hmm. keep playing it on game pass for now. Yeah. Um, well, it's got that cross uh, yeah. progression. So good. even if you buy it somewhere else, you'll be able to, well, that's the thing, it, so right? That's how they get you. They, they're, they're inside your head, Pat. Um. Uh. It's. Uh. It. It is. It is. Uh. It's a good time. I'm definitely gonna play more Diamond Dynasty, because I. I need to get. I need to break out of my Road to the Show, quandary of playing Road to the Show for like a season in the majors and then going. Eh, World Series would take me probably five or six seasons, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really want to just keep playing this one yeah. player for that long. Uh, and so I need to break out and like try the Diamond Dynasty mode now that it's got more content and try playing a franchise and taking a team, playing the whole team, I think. Uh, That's we'll sort of how I end up feeling about like Crusader Kings. It's like, it's, sure, it's, no, it's I like get a it. different thing, but it's also the same. It's like, uh, like I like I should just stick with this dynasty and like my heir and keep building up. But uh, what if I, like my guy died. What if I just went and did a new game with someone else? Uh, you know? Uh, so yeah, I, I, I get it. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, but well, I'm really hoping I can convince some people to play it. Cause um, it's, it's, it's a shame that it's not on PC because I feel like so, I could I know, it'd be an easier. sell. no, they don't make it for PC. Um, you can stream it to PC from mm-hmm. Xbox, but my I've heard that the lag is too much to to make it mm-hmm. enjoyable. Um, which I'm sure is network conditions and yeah, condition yeah. of your you know. Um, if Split I can play, if I can play, hit that. If I can play wireless VR games in my living room, streamed from my t- my my PC, I'm yeah. sure that some people can play the show without any issues well, it depends streaming. But on where it's if it's streaming locally, exactly. But yep. yeah, yeah, that's. Yep. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. I also have spent. I'm I go through these motions where like, I'm looking at. I spend too much time scrolling Twitter mm-hmm. on my phone, and mm-hmm. um, I started playing. I didn't put it on the list, but I started playing Spy Party with a friend of mine. Banana bro. Ran, very randomly. Because we, I was playing Deceive Inc., which I talked about last yes. week. Still, still enjoying that game too. I play a game every couple nights. Um, but um, my friend was watching me play it, and uh, and and I was like, "Oh, you know, we should play. We should play Spy Party sometime. We should get people to play Spy Party." And he looked, and he was like, "Oh, I actually have it in my library." And I was like, "Well, it's like twenty five megabytes. <laughs> like, it's that's <laughs> so an exaggeration, let's, let's but play. it's it's yeah, like it's under a gigabyte." Small, I was like, yeah. "We could." We should play it. It's really cool. And he had never touched it. He got it in like a humble bundle or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we started playing it and learning it. And man, Spy Party, I won't go on a tirade mm-hmm. about it, but that game's so fucking good. Um, it is such an awesome thing. Uh, and it made me go, you know, one-on-one games that are really well balanced and and don't rely on too much randomness are so and there's some randomness in my party for sure but yeah. um it's there's so few and far between and i i spent so much time playing card games with like draw mechanics and stuff and there's nothing wrong with that obviously like 
Snap's a great game. Magic Arena is a great game. But I was look. I've kind of been like in the mindset of wanting something that's more wanting one-on-one stuff I can play that's more um, strategic and or not strategic, but more um, doesn't have as much hidden information or even you know Spy Party obviously hidden information is the point, but um, trying to but it's more about outwitting the other person rather than what card matchups do you have so th- i say all this to say i was like you know i should give dr wolf teaches chat or learn chess with dr wolf or whatever another chance which is a really good um app, phone app for learning to play chess and last year i almost got into chess when the chess boxing thing the ludwig chess boxing thing happened because mm-hmm. i had a blast watching that <laughs> event it was really fun um and uh the it's what got me it i owe that event for getting me into germa who is an absolute he is a treasure of a video game you should watch him play resident evil actually because he's a he's a he loves resident evil he's and he's awesome uh and at the time a few people that i know were like well chess is cool but it's really just about memorizing patterns all it is is about memorizing like studying games memorizing them so you can recreate those games yeah. and knowing what situation to play the and so at the time I was like, yeah, you know, you're, I guess that's kind of right. This sounds, I don't like that. But this, I, I, in my head, like I was like, I really do want to give this Doctor Wolf app another look. And I was like, is that true? Do any of us know what we're talking about? That it's a game about memorizing patterns. And I started studying and researching, and universally, people are pretty much like, no, you hmm. study games to learn why they made the strategic choices that they made. Hmm. And it does lead to some, if you want to play at a master or grandmaster level, level, there is a degree of memorizing games that have happened. And But the only reason that you do it is to memorize what the response to moves were. It's not that you just go, it's not I'm going to play this pattern. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not It's not that you're just trying to, to like... To like memorize how to play this game. Like it's not all. Yeah, no, 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 no. It, it, what it is is it's you memorize games so that you can... You can go, well, that when they played this way, this is how it went. So I need to make sure I avoid this pitfall or I need to bait this play. It's mm-hmm. definitely a tool for understanding the strategy of the game yes. deeper, less than a just court, just do a dance. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. I've learned so much about like deeper chess terms that I didn't understand and didn't know about. I always knew like the basic rules what about is pieces move and stuff, but the passant move what do you know? um, is when a uh when you jump to when you you can a pawn's first move can be a two square move and so if you have a piece that can take the pawn in the middle of its move like the first square of what its movement would be you can still take it so like if you yeah. if i have a pawn um and then you in in the adjacent file you move your pawn two spaces and I could have captured it mm-hmm. mid move on my turn. I can move it to the space that it passed through and capture it. Uh, so that's what Ampasan is. Okay. Um, that I don't know. Surprisingly, I'm, I'm going to, I didn't that's, know before. That's okay. I've heard of it and I've heard like, Oh no, that's wrong. And that's right. Like, I, I don't know. So I don't know. I, I, don't know. I had you, heard the name, but I didn't know there was controversy about it. No, I've just uh, heard. That's how they teach it in. They described it wrong or whatever, but okay. Oh, I don't sure, know. That's but... how they teach it in the app. Maybe they're wrong in the app. I don't know. No. The app, it turns out this is, this made me 
even more interested in wanting to follow through with some of this practice and study. The Dr. Wolf app is made by chess.com. I did not know that. Mm. And uh, chess.com is like the Olympic, It's like the chess, yeah. The official Basically, yeah, I mean, it's sponsor I mean, yeah. for chess. Yes. <laughs> The official Olympic sponsor, but also the premier place to play chess for sure. Yeah, what the, what's um, the other and one? Like Chessarama or what's there's another something. But chess.com yeah. is so they play major tournaments using the chess.com yeah. interface and stuff. Like it's uh and and it is eventually I would like to play with people. The other nice thing about chess is a chess AI is so fucking good that you can mm-hmm. get good playing against the AI. Yeah. Um which is which is really nice. In fact, probably get better playing against the ai than playing against trying to just exclusively play people because um, the ai has memorized all those moves that we talked about it and knows so they yep, can, mm-hmm. yeah. and there's there are chess ais out there that can beat like yeah grandmaster level players I, so i think uh, there i saw uh, like a youtube short recently of someone putting their like 1980s like chess computer that just like you can play chess against and then mm-hmm. move all the pieces for it but they put it up against an ai or they put it up against like chess.com or something mm-hmm. and the the 1980s computer won like 90 percent of the time mm-hmm. weird yeah it's interesting how the different ai patterns work against each other yeah um the dr wolf is good because it starts off with beginner level games you can override it and make it go to a higher difficulty but i started with beginner level games and what's fun is when i first started playing i was like yeah i'm winning but i need to use the undo function kind of a lot and like i wasn't recognizing bad moves now that i've played 20 games against the ai and i've done pretty i've done all the beginner lessons i'm almost done doing all the intermediate lessons which they kind of pepper in as you play so it's not like you're just playing all the lessons you can um but uh, if I'm kind of playing them as they recommend them now, he'll, they, I should say, cause you can pick if you want <laughs> Dr. You, there's like four different Dr. Wolf avatars. You can pick that will mm. then show up in the corner talking to you. Um, they will like do a move now on the beginner AI. And I'm like, fucking idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> just, you're going to just throw a hanging Bishop that's not an outpost if it's not defended, my guy. Uh, <laughs> and and nice. it feels really good to have that kind of uh, progression of my understanding of how the game works. Uh, so I haven't played against any people yet, but uh, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward. And chess.com has cool AI too. It has like adaptive AI that will that will play to your level, I guess. Um, so yep, it's that's been a lot of fun, and I'm continuing to to do that uh, on on my phone. Uh, it is the best use of my phone currently better than and looking at twitter uh, so, uh yeah. a lot of things are better than looking at twitter but that's and cool. also I... once you start playing more chess games take like 15 minutes against ai they're, they're super fast i mean so, what's that, you got yeah. the, the, the clock and that's supposed to be like 30 minutes max or something isn't it like 15 minutes yeah. on each side or something right something like that uh so yeah that that sounds about right uh it's nice at does the AI seem like it actually takes time to think about its move? No, it just no, goes. So it just just immediately. So there's no like, yeah. hmm, hmm. That's interesting. Because that well, you that, have an unlimited amount of time to take your move too. So. Okay, so there's no like, 
there's no time. There's no clock. On the... You can play with clocks on chess.com, but yeah. there's no clock on the Dr. Wolf app. Oh, okay, okay. I previously had this downloaded, and now I'm going to re-download it. Does it do you the should. thing we where, like, it puts you in, like, a like mid-match, and it's like, okay, you've got seven moves to win this. Can you do it type thing? You or... can do that, no. yes. What's kind of cool is that you can also, you can also, like, when you f- complete a game, you can go back and review the mistakes. Mm. Sure. And it okay. will, it will pull them up and he'll, the, the, the Dr. Wolf will be like, what do, what could you have done differently here? And then once you find it, they'll be like, yep, that's great. This tells this, you should have, you know, this capture looks good, but if you had gone here, you could have taken an outpost and then threatened uh, the King way earlier in the game and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool. Um, I still play too fast in the end game. The end game is, mm-hmm. I don't love it, which is a funny thing to say about a centuries old game because it's not like <laughs> there's anything that's going to change it. Right. But it's it's frustrating to. I find it frustrating. I'm still at the point where I find it frustrating to have to make sure that the opposing king always has a legal move. Um, mm. That's like because otherwise it's just stalemates it and then you don't win. And mm-hmm. obviously when someone's down to just their king, their goal is to make it so that it's a draw yeah uh so you every time you move you have to stop and go like okay if i move this piece here where can the king move i have to mm-hmm. make sure they can go somewhere um and you can take it back if you fuck it up but i'm trying to get to a place where i don't use the undo function yeah anymore, so of course yeah interesting but, but good stuff yeah. recommended good for the brain well uh we're talking about apps and games of kings i I only bring it up because I, I hit infinite in Marvel Snap. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's like in the last like 20, basically over a 24 hour period, I climbed 30 ranks because I found a deck that Sorry. was stupid. I'm so jealous of that that, that deck. It's yeah. It, so over, let's see, last month, towards the end of the month, they buffed Thanos and then for like the last like three weeks, Thanos and Shuri ran roughshod over the entire meta of this game. And it was basically if you wanted to do anything, you had to play Thanos and Shuri. And I don't have Thanos. And I was like, I played a little bit of Shuri. And I was like, eh, yeah, I guess. But then they last week they nerfed both of the decks. Uh, and they did some rebalancing, which is it's good. And then the, the meta is wide open. And then I was like, I'm stuck at 75. I'm playing this like Silver Surfer, Silver Surfer, Sarah deck, and maybe there's a Dark Hawk in there, and all these things. And I was like, I was just stuck. I was hard stuck at like 75, 76. I couldn't climb. I was like, I'm gonna look for some decks online that have good, uh, good win rates, and just see. And I found a deck that I could build because so many of the top decks are, have these Galactus or Thanos, which cost are very hard to get. They cost a lot of resources, mm-hmm. uh, which are now easier to get um, as of like two weeks ago. Yeah, no, I, I've I've really gotten a lot of, yeah. of those resources lately, which is which is nice. Yes, so and I'm just waiting for Shuri to show. Yeah, up. exactly. They've they've made it much easier to get these cards, but I still don't have any of those cards but i had enough i had everything i needed for this shuri dark hawk deck which 
it honestly felt unfair when I was playing against people. I felt a little bad, but I wanted to get to infinite. Um, the basic idea is Shuri, when you play her, she doubles the power of the next card you play. And then, so you do like Shuri and then like a Red Skull who has 13 base power and then he goes up to 26. And then he buffs the enemy cards plus one power per card at the, uh, you know, plus one in each card at the the other side. Then you've got a Taskmaster who can copy the last card you played. So you play like, then you've got a 26, you got two 26s. That's like incredible. But then you got Darkhawk, who gets power based on how many cards are in your opponent's deck, which is, uh, like, you're like, well, at the end of the game, you got, like, two cards left. But you just throw in a Korg and a Rock Slide. You're throwing rocks in their deck. Mm -hmm. If they're a Thanos, then they've got way more cards in their deck. It's It was all the shenanigans. Um, and it, it just felt so good to be running over these people where I had been stuck for three days or not three days. I've been stuck for like two weeks at this point. Uh, and just couldn't, couldn't get up. And I, so I'm not sure. Like, is it a skill issue? Am I, did, did I just like use a broken deck that allowed me to climb up the ranks? And am I a baddie? Did, did I, do I need to get good or, did I did I get good and just had the right you, deck? You know, there's. I'm gonna tell you, you got good. Oh, thank you. I will say the thing. This is kind of the issue mm -hmm. with not Marvel Snap. Oh, it's yeah. not a Marvel Snap specific problem. This is kind of. It's interesting that you bring it up, and I'm certainly not arguing about what yeah. things are better. But this is the exact reason that as we played Spy Party, I was like, man, I want to play a one on one game where I can match with people, and it doesn't. The, there's no cards because. Mm -hmm. That's what I always run into is I'll have these times when I'm like, I'm going to dominate people with this deck that's, and it's very fun, Yeah, but it can be frustrating the way that the meta shifts in card games generally. Um, like magic has the same thing. Uh, and sometimes it's like, there is that question of like, are people playing, not even me personally, are yeah. people playing actually good at this game or did mm -hmm. they just spend enough money to have all the cards at their disposal so they can make different decks that are the meta appropriate decks yeah. for each rank yeah um and, and it, it can be a little frustrating yeah, there's like basically people who got in early early and have been playing for a long time got in in the beta and have been playing for a long time they just have most or all of the cards due to the amount they've been playing um which, you know, is a bummer, but that's the way they've set up the game. Uh, but they they do kind of, at least early on, they kind of separate people by the pool of cards they're in, and you can climb up high and MMR and all that kind of stuff. They are working to make their matchmaking better, is what they're saying. But, like, I was down in 75 matching with people in Infinite, 35 ranks above me, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> this is not fair. Yeah. Uh, but I was still able to beat those people just because, you know, luck of the draw and mind games and stuff like that. I've had, like, when I've had mind games go well, it feels so good because I'm like, aha, you thought you knew what I was going to do, but I, I juked you or I read what you were going to do and I totally threw you off and you retreated instantly as soon as you saw what was happening, uh, so I was just like sitting there cackling to myself as I, you know, I pulled some Uno reverse type shit on these people. 
uh, today there was a featured location, uh, the bar with no name, I think, which makes it so whoever has the least power at that location wins that location. But, and I was like, okay, well, that's the featured location for the next 24 hours. And I was playing this deck, like, mm, I I don't have any good things to take care of that in this deck. I need to adjust it. And so I pulled out, like, two random cards, and I put in Scarlet Witch and Rhino, which mm-hmm. disrupt those locations and change them. And so people would put, like, oh, I put a hood here, so I have negative power on this location. Good luck, sucker. And then I would just destroy the location on turn six. And they're like, oh, no, three power. I win. Suck it. Uh, So that was where I was like, "Okay, I have some skill because I could think far enough ahead to change my deck for that. But yeah, I, I am very excited for the new season pass. They've got very good card backs with Cosmo and Goose. Very cute. Um. The new some interesting new cards coming. Howard the Duck is coming. If you tap on Howard oh, the wow. Duck, oh, yeah. you can see the top card, like the next card in your deck. And then That's Iron great. Lad will copy the the text of the top card of your deck. So you can play like Howard the Duck, and you can see like, okay, now I want to play Iron Lad to get that top card. It's an interesting idea. And then like High Evolutionary is coming in to do stuff with cards that don't have abilities so like cyclops or misty knight things like that hulk and he is unlocking their uh secret abilities basically so these cards that don't have abilities now will have abilities if you have the resources to buy this six thousand token character uh but yeah the game i think is in a pretty good spot right now and i think so too yeah i'm playing every day it's it's a lot it's yeah, I, I'm not playing quite as much as you, I don't no, think, I, but I, I, I played I still... like four hours today. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> just, definitely Just to climb not. up to uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm playing about every day, and I think that it's it's in a good spot, and I think that one of the things that I, I like is that they're clearly taking, um, you, you know, constantly kind of updating yeah. what what they're doing. Like, like, especially with getting those tokens, it was like the, the initial... Um, Drip feed was just so was so uh, slow, so slow, and now if they're they're go- they they clearly went yeah we we messed that up and then now they're it's, it's, they're doing a good job of listening and responding yeah. to player feedback. Yeah, like, there's still yeah. some like they're still working out their perfect um, their over the air update stuff so they can respond to meta stuff quicker so they don't have to go yeah. through like Google and Apple certification to patch the game. Um, I think they've done that once, but then since then they haven't done it again. I guess there are some issues, but yeah, because Thanos and Shuri just like ruined the meta for almost a month. Oh, like I playing this past month without Shuri has been like a has been a nightmare because I'm like, it would sure be nice. Uh-huh. She would improve my deck in every way, uh-huh. but you know, yep. it is what it is. I I'm you know still playing the. Modoc Hella and then also sure. Patriot decks. Yeah, they're, they're still are, there are, are lots of decks. lots of good decks and yeah. Oh, totally. Um, lots of good decks to to play. It's just I'm just like if I had Shuri, things would be different. Uh, fairly odd parents. So. Timmy's dad. And this is where I know I put this is my where Shuri. I put Shuri. If I had, if one. I had one, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, 
They also uh, put out today for April Fools a bundle, which is uh, a, a rock icon and uh, title. And I uh, title is I got a rock. I got a rock, and I I I, I got that because I was just like, this is so dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think they're still figuring out some certain things because sometimes you'll see a, a bundle in the store and you're like, that is the. I don't know who would pay money for that because that is so stupid. Like, mm-hmm. who would pay oh, the, twenty one bucks in, for? Yeah, there was one yesterday. I guess twenty bucks and for like a seven hundred uh, gold variant, you're gonna get a pixel variant and something that is. Just yeah, bad. there was one that was like five bucks. That was like random variant and like mm-hmm. three hundred. Yeah. Uh, last was, month like, so- before they changed it. It would have been like okay, maybe now it's like, what are you, what are you doing? Stop that! It's like, what am, what am I doing? Yeah, no, I, I'm if I, if it's a random variant, I'm gonna get a pixel variant, and I'm not gonna use that. I, I did I? get a decent like kingpin as a like commodore okay. kingpin commodore variant. Mm. <laughs> like it was, it was weird, uh, but yeah. Anyway, Marvel Snap, hey. I'm, I'm down bad for Marvel Snap. <laughs> They got me. Uh, someday I'm gonna make it up to uh, mm-hmm. Infinite when I have when I have Shuri. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, uh, but it's it's I, I still play it every day and it's mm-hmm. very fun. You got you got Beast. I think Beast is about to be the new the new hotness. Beast Falcon. I don't fucking have Beast. Oh, oh my God. well, you well there. It did take me like three thousand four hundred collection level to get Spider Man, but <laughs> like yeah. You, there, if there's you get times beast, where you're like this this next like, month will be oh, like incredible for you. No, I don't have okay, beast. Well. I, I I really want beast because that that's going to be a good card, but yep. yep. Anyway, no. Marvel Snap. It's good. <laughs> you should play it. Um The other thing is I have been playing consistently uh, is Resident Evil 4 Remake, which I talked about last week. Hell yeah. I have now beaten it and then come back and am like ooh, more like two-thirds through on a replay on professional difficulty. Because it's really good. Uh, I think kind of my concise thoughts are they took out kind of the stuff that didn't need to be there or didn't age well mechanically. They simplified a lot of the paths. There's there's stuff in the middle of the game or kind of early middle where you've got like the chainsaw sisters fight or you can fight another giant and they're just like, no, you're going to fight the chainsaw sisters. That's the thing you do here. Um, they took out some boss fights, which were kind of felt out of place at the time. Uh, you know, they, they were cool fights, but there was really no reason for them to be there. They didn't add anything to the game. So I think they smartly made a tighter experience that is more concise and uh, lets you focus on the stuff you like and like the character stuff, story and whatnot. They change stuff around like, uh, stuff with Luis. Luis is a bigger part of the story than he was in the original. He was around, but he dies like really quick. And you're just like, wait, we spent like no time with this character. It made it seem like he was going to be a big deal. And then he just like eats it less. So here they 
Sadler in the original four is just like he's kind of like oh Lord Sadler I don't know he's a bad guy they they flesh him out a little more probably not enough I the whole back half of the game is just a lot of like I don't know what's going on there there's a guy he's got a weird scaly head there's some bugs there's hints at like a history but I didn't find anything that really gave like oh and this is why this guy was on this island but you know that's all story stuff and the Resident Evil story is fine but yeah it's you know it's a big part of right there it's good it's good they they really did right by Ashley um I I said Mm. last week that I thought they had done a decent job of making her giving her more agency and less of a damsel in distress and i think that holds through to the end of the game she has plenty of she gets to she has like a lot of like oh well maybe we could be partners and maybe i'll just i want to be an agent too and we'll we'll be partners and work together and do missions it's like oh i don't know you're Maybe. I don't know if they're going to let the president's daughter do that, but you can try. Uh, As opposed to Resident Evil 4 original, where she's like, hey, what if we go bone after this? (laughs) Which is how that game ends. Mm -hmm. Leon Leon chivalrously turns her down, but... uh, Maybe there's a... Maybe in the remake there's a path to Maybe, maybe I didn't get that path, uh, but yeah, the secret cutscene at the end, uh, post post credits cutscene, they do set up for like another remake, I guess. Like you know, there is a post credits thing. Uh, yeah, and like I guess they can remake Resident Evil Five. That'll be interesting if they do that. I wonder, like. It'd be wild if they did that, honestly. Uh, hopefully, they, they do a, a couple instances where you've got an ally running around with you in this. If they could carry that over into just the entirety of Resident Evil, uh, an ally helping you, not just escorting Ashley. Uh, if they, I guess they could do Resident Evil 5 with that sort of system. The AI isn't bad and it fights and stuff, but. Uh, I guess, I guess Resident Evil Five. It, they, there's a lot they can address there, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what that discourse is if they go down that road. But the the coolest stuff about Resident Evil Four Remake is what is possible because of the way the game is rendered, or just um, you know, things like. In the opening village fight, you can see... I don't know if you can do this on a new game, but on like New Game Plus, when you're going through with your old weapons, you can shoot the church bell from uh-huh. like this village, uh, this courtyard, and it'll end the fight like immediately. Because they'll be like, oh, hey, we got to go to the church. Uh, which is very goofy and fun. There's stuff with, like throwing grenades through windows to open doors that are locked. And just a lot of a lot of speed running type things that weren't really possible in the original, as far as I know, just because of the game being 
one continuous area. The castle is one continuous area for the most part. And then uh, the village is one continuous area itself. And the island is one continuous area. Um, and it, it's very neat how they do that. You can you get to a few like point of no return moments where you can't go back. But for the most part, you can just go back and run through the areas and collect stuff if that's what you want to do. It's it's so damn good. Uh, yeah, it seems really good. Like I said, I I watched a little, mm-hmm. watched some some of Germa playing, and and I didn't. I, I mean, I know what happens in that game, yeah. but I did, I I was like, eh, I don't want to watch too much of this because I do want to experience it someday yeah. for yeah. myself. Obviously, I have the Resi two and three, but at some it's it's gonna it's gonna bite me. I'm gonna play both Resident Evil two remake and Resident Evil three remake in like a weekend at some point because mm-hmm. they're not very long. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, uh, right. and um. This is and then, like and then a one playthrough is like Resi 4. twelve to fourteen hours. Resi Four is a longer game yeah, than, yeah. than those, and for this sure. is shorter than Resi the original, but it is that's like probably still long. good. Yes, like because I said, they, these remakes they cut out a lot of fluff, and these remakes are way more seem way more about replaying them mm-hmm. with like yeah. cool different the cool different parameters and new game plusing and stuff. Like yeah. the, it doesn't see, and I am as we've discussed before, I am at a point in my life where. I either want stuff like fucking chess.com and Marvel <laughs> snap. That's like a thing that I can play forever. That's yeah. this that's, or I want, if it's a game with a beginning, middle and end, I want it to be the kind of thing that I can finish in under 10 hours and then have a lot of reasons to go back to it and try stuff yeah. out and, and replay it and stuff. And they so are doing that, like the DLC, like the, I think they're doing free DLC, um, like the separate paths, which is the Ada Wong stuff, and then the nice. mercenaries stuff. And I, I'm really curious what they do with mercenaries because mm-hmm. this game like plays so different, like plays the same, but also so different from the Resident Evil Two and Three remakes. And yeah, so I think and. They did some fun stuff with uh, Village, that Mercenaries mode, so I think they could do some really wild stuff with the characters and things. I don't know if they'd bring in... like I don't think they'd have you play as like uh, the chief or something, the, the village mayor when he's got like his big like centipede body or whatever, but... It doesn't have the characters like Village does, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to that, and maybe it'll be Tofu. Bring back Tofu. Best mm-hmm. part of Resident Evil yeah. Two remake. Yeah, that Resident Evil is again just it's it's the best. It's the best. One of the best going concerns in video games right now. Capcom for sure. Nobody is. Few people doing it better than Capcom. Yeah, they, yeah. they stumble yeah. here and there, but for the most part, like Resident Evil, no, I most, mean, mostly back to back bangers. Resident Evil, Monster Hunter. Uh, Please give us. I think a new Street Monster Fighter Hunter is supposed good. to be new Monster Hunter supposed to be announced at like the summer. I think new Monster Hunter. So please, like a, a world sequel. So nice. Hopefully, hopefully, we can dream. I'm ready. But yeah, that's I, I am still making my way through. I'm 
I'm probably going to try and go for an S plus rank on maybe professional, but that's like finish the game under five, and a, under five and a half hours, only 15 saves. That's, that's brutal. Yeah. And you can't, I mean, you can't use any of like the, the bonus weapons. I'm not sure what counts as a bonus weapon, but yeah, they're, I'm going to try and unlock some things like the infinite knife before I do it. Cause I think you can use that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it'll be tough, but I, uh, there, I've got enough like experience running Resident Evil Two remake, for example. Uh, mm-hmm. that I can. Oh, you can do it. Oh sure. yeah, I can do it. Sure. I believe. I believe is, in you. There are some some rough parts to, <laughs> to this game. They are difficult. Uh, and I'm playing playing on New Game Plus, where I have a ton of resources already, and I'm sitting on like ten first aid sprays just in case. And it's still like, oh boy. But yeah, it's it's very good, and I am looking forward to other people playing it, so we can talk about it, and also just continuing to play it myself because mm-hmm. so good. Uh, yeah, and then we've got Destiny raid this weekend, the new raid. So maybe mm-hmm. we'll We're chat about it. chat about that next week. Yep, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yep, gotta. Fine. We're gonna do some. We got some we got some grinding to mm-hmm. to do, but it's fine. We're gonna get there. Oh yeah, well you'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah. Not I'm unconcerned. And everything that drops during that raid should also boost people's oh, yeah. levels. So it's gonna be good. I you know, I can do my quick update. I, I really won't mm-hmm. take too long to it, but I kinda I kinda bagged on the new expansion a little bit when it first came out. I think the first half of that campaign is some of the most boring stuff they have put in Destiny. I think that the uh, a lot of the year one DLC is more interesting than what the first half of that campaign is. However, with that said, once the fucking stupid radial mast thing <laughs> is out of the way, which, you know, oh, yeah, causal energy. What do you, Elson, what do you think the radial mast is? The radial mast. Uh, like Not a trick question. This isn't a trick question. Uh, like a, like a, like a, tower like a radio tower like uh like it i don't know transmit stuff i don't know <laughs> no idea i, played I don't the, know is the correct I played the answer Lifehall campaign i have no fucking idea what the radial mast is uh-huh. nobody in destiny knows what the radial mast is it's paracausal but all they can tell you is it's terrible and we have to we have to destroy it because it's oh. terrible okay it's so bad but once well, that is you're against free speech then clearly because that's what i've decided <laughs> yes the, the guardians mast. that's all that that's all that the witness is trying yeah. to do Kind of brings uh, free speech back to earth. <laughs> uh, no, but the second half of that campaign, like the first half, you're playing in Neomuna, which is like the boring. tower, but purple. It's really fucking boring. And then, but then the second half, you get out into like the caves, and that's way cooler. It's like vapor wavy, kind of with like the palm trees around and cool color palette and stuff. And, um, then you go into the like vex space stuff and it's and by the end of it like it's 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 definitely squarely in the fine it is better it is it is around beyond light levels of mm-hmm. uh of 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 overall when you get to the end of it so i'm i'm much less down on destiny after actually having finished it and honestly i also think i get why people think that that campaign's ending is a little unsatisfying but I also think maybe people were a little harsh on it. It's, it's, 
it's a kind of nothing burger, but there is a cool thing that happens at the end of it that it's, at least makes you go like, what the fuck? It's just a uh, massive cliffhanger that we have to wait a year to see the resolution to, uh, which is yeah, rough. but And, you know, that I, things happen, but it the buildup was not. It is at it. least a cliffhanger, though, and not like I was worried it was going to be like, and now the real fight begins. And then that's it. And like nothing, mm-hmm. truly nothing, uh, there was nothing interesting about it at all. But, you know, at the end of it, a weird thing happens. Mm-hmm. And sure. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? And I would at least, I, that emotion is more fun than, yeah. you know, it's better than like the end of the original Destiny 2 campaign. Well, where yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, there was, the original a, there Destiny was a 2 campaign, resolution to that conflict that was started and. I, yeah, I you kill the guy yeah. and then it's over yeah. and it's boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I, I, I would much rather if the I, the conflict that they've been building up for years. I will say that the the you kill the guy part of the Lightfall campaign. No, is that was boring. that 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 is a that is a that is the, the disappointing after that's a speaking of destiny, he's de- if he's vanilla really, destiny too. Uh, if he's really dead. I swear to God, if they if he's like well and truly, no, he's gonna come that's back with traveler, that, the light. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a guardian. I, that's what I no, think is gonna absolutely happen. Absolutely not. He's not gonna be a guardian, but I think he's totally gonna come back to life. I and if he know. doesn't, fuck man, that's a boring way to kill off that character. Uh, I I think that is true, but I I think it'd be even more boring if they brought them back. Yeah. In like a few years. I'm not saying this year. We'll see. We'll see. But maybe. We'll see. Uh, Destiny is like Dragon raid. Ball. Nobody ever dies for real. You mark my fucking words. Raditz, uh, fucking Rat, Raditz died. Never came back. Fucking uh, uh, Cade 6 will be back someday. Uh, it's going to happen. Mark my words. They're going to get Nathan Fillion to do it. For okay. sure, absolutely. Okay. He's gonna be. He's gonna hit a point. Nathan Fillion for the death of Cade. So, no, but he's gonna be. He's gonna be. Nathan Fillion is going to hit up. I mean, he's probably. Let's be honest. He's probably already there. He's gonna hit a point in his career where they can be like, "Yo, mm-hmm. <laughs> you want some mid 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 tier video game casting cash?" And he'll be like, "Fuck yeah, man!" And <laughs> uh, and they will bring Cade back. I, mm. A hundred percent guarantee. It. It's just like Savathun's going to come back too. Like, well, yeah, but that that is like heavily like telegraphed and like that. I would that argue that with the simply, story of the Witch Queen. Yeah, no, it does. Yeah. But I, it, yeah, uh, I, and is also the, by also by the way the cool thing to happen with Savathun because oh yes, absolutely. Savathun is a cool fucking character. Yeah. So yes, absolutely. And I bet that happens sooner it's, rather than later. Maybe in maybe by the by the time the next expansion comes out, I bet Sabathun is back. Maybe I wonder if I don't know. I don't know. We gotta. We gotta uh, I don't. I'm not looking at the houses against. Yeah, against the witness. We'll this see. This is our last chance. To I'm definitely. Together. I'm excited for what's happening. Going to happen over the next year of Destiny, and I'm. I think even more excited to see what they're going to do with that game. Once the story is done, 
Um, they got a new story because I think. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm interested to see what that new story is going to be. The nine, baby. About yeah, I'm a, that's, that's maybe that I would be know. sick. I want to I know about the nine. Very cool. the The best thing about this about Lightfall is they have finally. If you are a player that plays Destiny and you have half a brain cell, you are already the whole thing. Your whole thing all along, literally from the beginning of Destiny One, should have been this traveler thing. Everybody worships it like it's a god, but what if it's just a, a what thing. if it's just a thing? And <laughs> life, I have through the Lifefall campaign, someone in the game fucking finally says, "What if the <laughs> traveler's just a thing?" <laughs> and that was, I was like, "Hell yeah, you finally got there." <laughs> um, so I'm glad that they're 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 gesturing at that as being possibly where the story will go, at least as far as the traveler is concerned. Cause I think that would be, what if they just, that's cool. Go back on that. And they, they end up saying, uh, then oh, whoops, no, never mind. That would, <laughs> that would suck ass. Yeah. And I think I, hopefully they don't because mm-hmm. that would be really, they have the chance to just the most monumental whiff of the century mm-hmm. in video games with the next expansion. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, there are, I'm there are, gonna be optimistic, but there are lots of ways they've they written drop the ball. They've written so many checks over the last few years uh, that they're really gonna have to cash them. Yep. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, they do cash those checks, but we'll we'll have to see. Uh, but you'll listener you'll have to see us on the next episode of the gaming fix podcast uh next week same time same place in your podcast feed because that is going to do it for episode 264 of the gaming fix podcast on april 1st 2023 i've been your host andre cole aka the wet gamer aka your partner's favorite ramen you can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Allison, where can people find you? You can inexplicably still find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. Despite everything, you're Despite still on everything, Twitter. I, I, God, I need to not be, but... Yeah, I, I barely look at it anymore. Uh, I, Pat, I, I, I use it a lot less, yeah. Pat, where can people find you? You can find me at PJC Plays, and I do use it a lot now. I just use Sports. it when I'm ready to have my uh, no, when I'm ready to do my like wade in and oh. shit on transphobes oh, for yeah. an hour or two. Like I, I for year for a good year or two was like I just I'm not going to engage. But I hit a I hit a point finally where I was like, you know, like I'm not gonna. I don't believe that by engaging I'm getting anything done. But no. sometimes it feels good, and people, the trans people, in these replies that people are being vile to, maybe it'll make yeah. someone feel mm-hmm. a, yeah. even appreciated a percent or, yeah. better mm-hmm. that there's a, another person sure. calling out the 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 fucking yeah garbage people uh on that website. So. I am be prepared to see that in sports tweets. If you (laughs) follow me on Twitter, I have gone the other way where I'm just like, I don't want to engage with any of these awful people because it makes me feel bad. So I, yeah, uh, but respect to all the people putting up the good fight out there and can uh, do that and stay uh, sane uh, because 
I have learned it's not good for my mental health. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's good for mine either, yeah. but... You know, <laughs> and yet. <laughs> and yet, you're still you're still doing that. Hey, fight the good fight. Uh, thank you to Jeff Davis at Stranger Peace on TikTok, Twitch, and Twitter for our wonderful theme music. And send us an email to gaming at fix.space uh, with, I don't, I don't know, something. Just emails. Please. Will you know back? Anyway, that's going to do it. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Gaming Fix Podcast. Stay wet, gamers.